Shots Fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're listening to Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 arcade game. We're about to have on Taurus Scott and Open Mike Eagle, two artists who are on the Hellfire Club label. Taurus Scott has a new album out, self-titled. Mike Eagle has a lot of good rap albums out. He's been on our show a bunch of times. Na- Rappers Will Die of Natural Causes, Animal Hospital. You know, he's, he's when in doubt, we get Mike Eagle. Anyways, I'm sitting next to uh, No Can Do, dressed like Usagi Ojimbo, not the Kurosawa guy, but the Ninja Turtle fellow. Yeah, he's a rabbit. A, he's a rabbit, and I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling very lucky. I have two rabbit's feet today in my yeah. pocket. Um, I hope that's not a sexual reference. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. My marriage Shots is fired. going great. Shots fired is canceled. <laughs> my marriage is going great. I've been having a lot of sex lately, so. Congratulations. Yeah, it's Coachella spawned it, man. Coachella, yeah. I it's went like, to Coachella for one day, and this guy, I've been getting laid ever Were you since. in a hotel? Dude, we just drove out there. I had a show in L.A. that night. Oh, yeah, because you played Broke Cella. I played Broke Cella. <laughs> I heard there were a lot of people at Broke Cella. No, look, I showed up. You know, I had to go to sleep. I've been up all day. I showed up. I did my set. And, um, you know, uh, I haven't been around this kind of crowd of kids in a long time, but... This is the crowd that kind of wanted me to do more of my like older mixtape stuff. The pro like, crowd, the, yeah, the more boom bappy stuff. Yeah, I did a lot of the newer, more like uh, free things. Yeah, <laughs> more, mm. more, more negative and you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, and I, I noticed that there were only a certain type of people that were into it, and it was either like ratchets or white people. Okay, was, that's you, a good demographic. It's a great, it's a great demographic. Yeah, like you but, can go far with that demographic. But I lost, all, I lost all, all my conscious heads that day. Yeah, they they are they're out the window. Who's still conscious in 2013? Like it's like it's over. I, I pretty much conv- somebody who hasn't lived. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> oh well, I think once the year 2005 hit, I think we could pretty much all assume that everything was going downhill from here. Once, like, like once we were like firmly in the recession. I, well, like, it was like a permanent kind of. I mean, I don't want to get into economics, but yeah, I mean, 2008. <laughs> Who doesn't want to get into economics? Who <laughs> wants know. to get into? It? Yo, to all my economics fans out there. Yeah. Why are you listening to this show? <laughs> we know nothing about anything you're interested in. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I went to I went to because you went to Coachella the week before and and you told me yeah that not to smuggle drugs in don't smuggle drugs which no one smuggled any drugs I didn't smuggle any drugs yeah. but I could have smuggled drugs yeah and like my wife could have smuggled drugs well anybody can theoretically smuggle drugs but they were doing no hassles they were doing no hassles no hassles they were just rushing people in there wow yeah and um it's part of my theory that they only give a fuck first it's like having the second child like by the second child you're like I don't give a fuck exactly. first child is like they're like screaming at you yelling at you. Second child, you're like, just whatever, just yeah. don't kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? just you know, it's all right. You can live here forever. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Yeah, we're retired. It's all good. But so, like, I'm tired off that first weekend money. We got there. We got there at eleven. I got some, you know, shout out to my buddy Sam for getting me artist passes. So me and me and my wife got artist passes. The only reason I went is because my wife wanted to see Two Chains. That's kind of awesome. That's awesome. Yes, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, and I, can't, said, I can't hate on that. You said two chains was late last time. You guys, he was played. late. I didn't actually get to see him because I was even later. Oh, okay, so wow. <laughs> so I have real lead singer syndrome without singing. Yeah, well, this is this is this is inspired by like rappers being late and you know bands being like you know the dude from Green Day flipping out at the iHeartRadio con- yeah, concert yeah. about to, you know we're gonna go going a little background. So yeah, today's episode it's called the lead singer syndrome. Um, Taurus is going to tell us a little bit about his time with G Unit. Mm-hmm. Mike is going to tell stories about being on the road that he probably doesn't want to tell, but we're going to make him. Yeah, Mike is a, <laughs> Mike is a rapper without lead secret syndrome at all. Taurus is 
Uh, he's a beat maker slash pothead slash engineer vegan engineer too, right? Engineer. Doesn't he he engineered the G Unit stuff and he engineers all our stuff too. Yeah. And but he's let's say I'm like all right, we have to be at the studio at nine. I'm there at nine fifteen to keep it one hundred. Yeah. You yeah. know he's there I think at eight thirty. I have never not been fifteen minutes late to anything. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, want, I just I think you know what though. I think I started interviewing so many rappers who were always late mm-hmm. that I just started showing up late to everything. I was like oh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna out late you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Jedi mind trick shit. Exactly. They're like they're like is the journalist showing up that late? <laughs> who the fuck does this journalist think he is? And then, and then they just smoke you fuck, out. And I'm like <laughs> they're like what. <laughs> like what's going on? No, yeah, I got high and, and then they just start asking you questions. I got high as fuck yesterday in my interview, and actually I had a, a temporary pocket of enlightenment. <laughs> I uh, I interviewed this dude T Fly. You know, have you heard T Fly? T Fly. We should play a T Fly song because it's pretty dope. He's like he calls it Fly R and B. I think it's more like Ratchet R and B. He's like the YG of R of R and B right now, um, which is amazing. Really, and he's getting yeah. He's about to have an album out with us. What song does he have? He's got a song. With, you want to hear the song with? He's on the DJ Mustard uh, mixtape that he put out. But he's got a song called "Here." Well, I don't know if I want to play "Pussy" produced by DJ Mustard. I think you do. Uh, no, you know what I'm gonna play? play I'm gonna Pussy. Play, no, I think maybe we should. It's play. called "Pussy." All right, come on, man. Done. We, um, we're not pulling no but they're, punches. They're here. doing a, a album punches. out called "Fireworks" that comes out in July 4th. I like the Katy Perry song. <laughs> Just like the Katy Perry song. Oh 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 oh! oh take two. Yeah, we just talked about Jodeci and Nate Dogg the whole time in the interview. I was like, really? Yeah, extensively. He's from he's from LA. He's from like South what part? Like, what numbers did he say? Like fifty five. Really? That's my neighborhood. Yeah. Fifty five. Yeah, fifty five. Did he give you like a cross street, Normandy? Uh, I forget, but he was telling me about the neighborhood, some stuff that I said it was off the record. So okay, yeah. But yeah, he uh, pretty good. Yeah, he's he's gonna be big. He's gonna be a big star. This is tight. It's like the dream meets like YG. Yeah. As long as he doesn't look like a fucking ninja turtle like the dream, yeah. yo, he, he, might have, yo. he might have a career. Nah, I don't. I, I, he looks kind of like he got a Yoda-ish, but he looks like Yoda corrupt. Like if corrupt was Yoda. And see, with R and B singers, ugly kind of doesn't work though. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be kind of like I don't know. Do you mysterious. think corrupt is a handsome young man? I mean, I don't. I'm not a good judge at that. Yeah, but I can say that like you know. Like, Who's getting more bitches in <laughs> the dog pound, Daz or Corrupt? Uh, Daz, because you think I, Daz? I think Corrupt might have just been too heady. Kenny <laughs> was like the, he was kind of like the Nas of the West Coast, sort of like yeah. that. Like, might talk to you about a pyramid for a little bit, and you're like, exactly. lost, lost me, sir, lost me, Ricardo. Yeah, exactly. You might call something archaic, and the girls like, what the fuck does archaic mean? Yeah, you've just uh, you've just uh, elucidated my entire problems with girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sentence was supposed to be like that. Um, but oh, it, <laughs> or was it? Hey, um, that song was kind of tight though. Like, he, his shit is really good. And yeah, we were. Uh, he he was a uh, grew up in church and shit. And but I showed up real late. And like he he works at the studio in Hollywood, which used to be Charlie Chaplin's yeah. building. Like what, what is it called? Um, it's right next to the Jim Henson thing on, okay. on Highland. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Mm-hmm. And um, 
Yeah, he they are they they have the futuristics in there. Do you know those guys? They're producers. Um, they're good too. They produ- him and them and Mustard produce all this shit, and yeah. basically they're always smoking. I, I've been there once before, and they're always smoking blunts. Yeah. And like it's been a minute since I've had a blunt. I, I pretty much only smoke blunts at like one thirty in the afternoon when I'm interviewing a rapper. Really? Yeah. Like when am I gonna roll a blunt to myself? <laughs> like one thirty. Well, like, I mean, that's the thing. I feel like. I mean, don't blunts burn slower than joints, right? Yo, the, yeah, yeah, so, like twenty minutes, some of them last. So it's like you know, it's, it's more of a communal kind of like yeah. thing, you know. Like, Unless you're a rapper, and I feel they will smoke a personal blunt. A rapper smoking a personal, I, I think they do that yo, to show off, bro. I don't think. I uh, bet you Freddie Gibbs smokes personal. I interviewed Freddie Gibbs once, like the first time I interviewed him or second time I interviewed him. It was, it started out, it was like me, him, the manager, this dude, Big Kill, yeah, and like we we must have smoked three blunts and like. It ended up being just three of us, but we ended up smoking three blunts in like an hour. Yeah. Danny Brown, I interviewed once. He smoked two blunts in an hour in the course yeah. of an interview. Just me and him. Yeah. But it, it's like, it's, it's good. Blunt after blunt after blunt yeah. after blunt. But I respect that because they're living the life. There's nothing worse than when rappers rap about weed and they don't even smoke weed. Well, I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? That happens? What do you mean? Rappers do that? Yeah. I mean, I didn't like it when Tyler did that. He was doing that for a while. He rapped about he was, but like you well, also you know assume you know that who, everything Tyler you know who, said wasn't like tongue in cheek, kind of, you know. Yeah, I think Tyler Tyler was like a uh, he he was a kid holding up like a funhouse mirror to like the rap game, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I know Fifty did that. You know, he, he talked about like drinking and or smoking weed when he was not about. He was more about the fucking power bar and fucking hiking kind of kind of yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, I don't think he was like way too uptight to be smoking weed regularly. Yeah, but I, I think you know. I mean, Jay Z never really smoked weed. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think. Uh, and Kendrick doesn't smoke weed, right? He, yeah, not often. I he think, actually saw him hit the blunt when I was interviewing Black Hippie. Yeah, yeah, he took like two hits off the blunt, but like <laughs> Schoolboy and Absol were just like, <laughs> we're also blunt after blunt. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So basically, what? So our our show is about lead singer syndrome, and this is what I've noticed about rappers. Real life has kicked that out of me. I, I still got some of it, you yeah. know, but like, you know, if you're well, you a rapper. You have like three kids that you raise and you're married. Like you have like a legitimately res- reasonable life. That that has like, you know, having to be like at fucking parent-teacher conferences yeah. will make you be like, wait, I'm not the most important person in the world because yeah. this guy, you know, this guy is a motherfucking cop and he's been shot at this week. Yeah. And, you know, like and this guy and this lady does this. She's a single mother and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But if you're like a young guy, right, you're yeah. 18. Yeah. And you make a mixtape and you end up on stage in front of 500 people. That's a fucking straight shot of fame right to the veins. Yeah, you kind of have to think you're like, like I'm amazing. Because like, you're not going to be like, well, at 33, this shit might be a little lot. Yeah. Might not be like this. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, you know, like they, people develop that, you know. So, yeah. Um, so well, basically, should we, all right. Oh, should say it. You, you say I'm it. I'm going to say it. You say I'm it. I'm going to say it. We're saying it. I'm a, you know what? No, with no disrespect intended, I think they're both incredibly talented dudes. We just have the underachievers on the podcast today. Uh, they agreed to do it, and then they just stopped responding. <laughs> and uh, but so we we you know, which is not like that. You know, it's not the kind of thing that you can get mad about because it's happened to me so many times. I feel like anybody that's ever covered journalism has just had people that like go to I, and like like MC8 would do that to me. Like and like you know, mm-hmm. everyone every you like sit there silently like you're like ah. No, no, no. I'm saying no. If, <laughs> if, like here's the thing. I don't think that you should take it personally. No, you because, can't take it. No, just because you know who knows what what they had to do. So I'm pretty sure that uh, like 
you know, they got to L.A. and yeah. there there's girls. <laughs> totally. And weed. there's weed that's way more strong than their weed. Yeah. And then there's Fairfax. Yeah. I can't blame. That's the thing. Like, I can't blame any like buddy who's like a professional rapper for being like, uh, I think I'd rather get high and talk to girls than go on somebody's podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I feel like podcasting still has like a medium. It's not like the kind of thing to be like. You're like, let's do this video interview, and people are like, oh, cool, that'll go up on YouTube. <laughs> let's do this podcast. They're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a podcast? Like, I interviewed Alchemist, and he's like, what exactly is a podcast? <laughs> I was, really? I mean, like, he knew what a podcast was, but, like, he wasn't like, oh, I'm go- downloading the Earwolf app on my iPhone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, download that app on your iPhone. I'm, but I interviewed, no, I, I was talking to some folk musicians that were in town, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, Earwolf? They're like, what show are you on? They're like, I download everything. So that's they that, didn't have, but he was not a lead singer. That, <laughs> he's not a lead singer. No, the lead singer of any band, any any group, the motherfucking of which rappers are all theoretically rappers lead singers. Are, rappers are all lead singers. Even if you're in a duo, you're both fighting to be the lead singer constantly. Nah, nah, because sometimes there's the cool, except Outcast. There is the cool guy that's just happy to be there, like Fife. Yeah, there's there's five. Yeah, you know, there's a guy that's just like, you know, I could have been been doing anything. Yeah, you know, like totally. And the no, guy- that's why the best part of the the beats rhymes in life documentary was where like, it's like Fife and Jeroby, and Jeroby's like, yeah, you know, we go into town. Me and Fife want to go to a ball game, want to eat a hot dog, and they're like, Q-Tip wants to just shop for records. And it's like, yeah, because he's like, yeah, he's fucking pulling this train. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, in in the lead singer's defense, that kind of like psychotic, self-centered thing is the, and that that ego is what makes the art amazing. You totally, know? It, yeah. It's what it's what separates it from all the other technical shit that yeah. that the DJ totally. or the drummer or the bases all 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 they do. It's but, like the people that want to play tennis. <laughs> it's like it's like because wow. you're just like solo. <laughs> you're exactly. just like just playing tennis. Like just I'm not me in and my elbows. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, which I mean, I think all writers have a degree of lead singer syndrome because you're just sitting there like alone. Mm-hmm. Like screenwriters are like the like rap groups of of writing. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I look at like every fucking rap group that ever existed and why they broke up. And it's, somebody had lead singer syndrome at some point. It's it's like it's, Buster Rhymes and leaders of the new school. Severe case of lead singer syndrome. I actually think Buster Rhymes didn't have lead singer syndrome initially. Initially, then, no, and no, then you never have it initially. I mean, you do, but it gets worse. But then, like you know, he started to be the, his personality kind of shined, and somebody told him, "Hey, you should go solo." And yeah, then it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah, the moment anybody says you should go solo, you're like, "I should go solo." Yeah. One, one day, one day you're at rehearsal, somebody gets their lyric wrong, oh, and you're just over. like, "What the." It's what like the, it's just it's just the it's word. It's like when you want to break up with your girlfriend and you're looking for excuses. <laughs> you're like exactly. you're like you could have done that six months ago, and I would have been like, oh, it's cool, baby. You're you're already talking to some label good. over here for the you <laughs> it's know all good. some other. And now you're like, situation. God, why did you do that? I can't take this. I'm leaving. You burnt the rice again, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will never have my rice burnt. <laughs> uh, I think we should take a break. Um, yeah, we're gonna take a break. I'm gonna hit the the, the G pen that How I'm not sponsored st- for. Do we don't ever say G pen again. Not until we get a sponsor. Take that shit out. <laughs> Cut. Cut. Alright. All right. Hey yo listeners, you must pick up some new stuff from the Earwolf store, son. Our digital shop has Earwolf hoodies, t-shirts, posters, digital downloads. Up your swag. Diversify your bonds. 
It's a great selection for the dedicated Earwolf fan, and there's something for everybody. Head over to the store at Earwolf.com. Everything is easy to navigate, like a navigator. So your shopping experience will be quick, simple, and convenient, like a convenience store. Thank you for listening, and thank you for shopping at Earwolf, son. Peace, God. Shots fired. All right, we are back. This is Shots Fired, episode 455. Yeah. <laughs> Every week. We got Mike Eagle back for the 30th time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like that one of them hosts from Saturday Night Live with the You're like, uh, Alec, ba- You're like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Alec, Alec Baldwin. We're about to do a Canteen Boy sketch. <laughs> Five-timers club. Hello, <laughs> Hello Canteen Boy. <laughs> we, got, we got Tor Scott, who's never been on here. What up, what up? First yeah, time, man. first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hellfire, though. Hellfire. First time caller. Yeah, on the, the young, the young. <laughs> on the young. But hey, so this is, this this whole, I want to let you guys know what this is about. This is about lead singer syndrome. And what, what I can say about yourself, Mike, is that you don't have any lead singer oh, syndrome. Oh, yes, I do. Though you were amazingly I talented. Just, I just go home and cry by myself. No, that's but that's not I lead mean. singer syndrome. Why that's is a, it not? Because you go home and cry by yourself. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> every artist has like this unbelievable self-importance. But doesn't it, doesn't that, isn't that the, the cause of lead singer syndrome is like the super sensitive It's when it breaks thing? out of its, it breaks out of the corral and starts I roaming see. free among I other see. people. Yeah. So you have, you I have latent sing, lead singer syndrome. Everyone and when the money comes, you're just going to just get real, Maybe. real, real flat. Somebody, real flash on this. I'm a ball on somebody, though. Yeah, let's make that list. <laughs> Torres Scott doesn't have lead singer syndrome, from Not what, what I can tell. Not at all. Yeah, he's he's really really good about that shit. But he might though. Who knows? Nah, dog. He's got I'm, his, a, I'm a team player, bro. Do you think like he's, he's, you think got his, he's got his record like, release at you think like, record release at you low think end tonight? Ja- I, if he just blows up tonight, like who knows what'll happen? I, I like, bet you in like jazz bands. I'm gonna pull his dick out on stage. Dancing around and Speaking peeing of on people. Speaking of putting dick out on stage, <laughs> shout out to Peace. <laughs> From the Freestyle Fellowship. That really happened. What? Holy shit. <laughs> he had lead multiple singer syndrome, I think. Yeah, many <laughs> lead singers. Yes, yes. This is, many this lead is, singers inside There's many peace stories. Women. Peace is probably, peace probably, he's already threatened to kiss, kick my ass a few times and kiss my ass a few times. Yeah. But, but so, you know, this is, the, this is the story about peace. There was a fan. He got naked and he pulled his dick out on the stage. He peed on somebody. Well, I don't know what the fuck happened. Holy shit. But there was this fan that was trying to calm him down in the hallway. Just like, hey, Peace, man. It's cool, man. I'm a fan. Best part Every- is that his name is Peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything is cool. Just calm down. And he was like, hey, do me a favor. And the kid was like, what? Wrap your arms around your head and block your face from this kick. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> True story. Did he? Did he get him? Did he kick him right in the head? Wow. No, peace is certainly. Uh, he has certainly punched me in the shoulder and kissed me on the cheek. It is definitely. Yeah, happening. he's done that shit. Yeah. That's the blood initiation. It, 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 that part is it. not it the is, initiation. Well, no, that's not, I think that's level one. I, I do. I really do. Believe that's, that's level one. Nah, you know so they was lying. They was lying. <laughs> That's when you walk when you when you go there and like something like when that happens they just say like oh like you know don't mind you know that just happens you know I don't think it's a part of the initiation <laughs> I, I think the initiation is more like like you know somebody pulling out a gun and seeing if you like really react like in a cipher I see like <laughs> you know it's like white man can't jump <laughs> so I'm gonna go in my car yeah <laughs> and yeah no so I think like historically. There probably has been like Fela Kuti. Like there was one guy in his band. I think his name was Paxton Natif. And I don't uh, trust that motherfucker already. All right, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to Fela on Saturday. Very excited. Anyways, but um, <laughs> just wanted to tell the world to be like, 
Different story. Anyways, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me how Lion King the Musical Yo, I'll tell was. you how... Yeah. Hakuna Matata, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basically, like, at one point he walks into the uh, the discos. He owned, like, a disco. Mm-hmm. And he walks into his own disco, and, like, the DJ is playing, like, his, like... I think it might have been, like... His, his failures? Uh, one of his, like, guys in his band's, like, record. Like, yeah. and he goes, he's like, who the fuck is this? And then he just goes, never play that again. He finds out. He goes, never play that again. The guy's thrown out of the band. That's it. Yeah. I bet jazz bands, too, like, there was always, like, you know, like, they're, like, looking around, like, which one of you motherfuckers is going to have lead singer syndrome and go, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, peck, chop it off. Like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to start with fucking, we we can be anonymous, you can be, you can be yeah. outright, but I want to start with stories that you've experienced and or, or heard of rappers and some outrageous lead singer shit, like some, like, like, Crazy. I mean, like, they can even, like all the brown M and M's. Yeah, yeah. They can. It can even be about me, guys. Don't even like. Don't no sweat, bro. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna be angry. I will cry, but I won't be angry. It's just that feeling yeah. of being able to get away with anything. Yeah. Just so lead lead singer syndrome stories, starting with Taurus. Hmm. Since you know, let me see. Like, there's this one time where uh, I seen Fifty kick somebody off on stage. Really? Yeah, for fu- uh, for fucking up the lyrics, the ad libs to a song. Really? Yeah, in front of uh, it was like in front of like a pack house, bro. Please say it was Yayo. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he would never do that to Yayo. Yeah, they saying? have a yeah. But uh, it was this dude named uh, Hot Rod. It's like it's like I on, remember Hot Rod. Yeah, it's like on like YouTube and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. I, I've never seen no shit like that ever. You know what <laughs> but what happened? Did he just stop the song? Like, <laughs> yeah, he stopped everything. So who cares? Stop it. Yeah. Boom. So then you get off the stage. You can YouTube it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's on there. Damn. That was pretty nuts. What happened to High Ride after that? You know, he's still doing it, though. You know, he's still doing his thing, like, overseas and shit, you know? Yeah. He just took it, you know, took it for a loss. Okay, okay. You know? <laughs> he's playing the, Tur- <laughs> playing the Turkish League with Jordan Farmar? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's doing, a di- he's doing it big, though. You yeah. Know? He's doing it. Okay. So, for sure. What about you, Mike? Moment. Man, I'm trying to think of a story. I've had a lot of experiences, but uh, <laughs> trying to think of one succinct story. I mean, I was on tour with a with a dude once, um, and we were in Phoenix. And this guy has a lot of fans, and one of his fans uh, wanted an autograph. And uh, <laughs> this guy says, "And excuse me, I do not, I don't ever talk like this ever." But he says, um, "Get out of here with that homo shit, faggot." <laughs> <laughs> To like a fan. Who is this Vinny Paz? <laughs> like, no, no, never, never toured with Vinny Paz. <laughs> Another sacrificial lamb. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. We're gonna die now. Yeah. No. And yeah. Um. Yeah. Was that it? That yeah. No. That was it. I guess nothing happened after that. Surprisingly. <laughs> Wait, yeah. How do you? Yeah, I guess though for me it was. I mean, there's a lot. Like one time, I tried to like get an interview with Devin the dude because he was playing in like Phoenix, and I was like writing for the Arizona Republic, and uh, I think I called him 14 straight days, <laughs> and wow. like not even a response at all. Wow. Um, I once saw Kanye speak, which I feel is Kanye has the most. Like he, I went to see the Runway movie. I think he uses it for him for for. for- to project him through fucking the industry, I guess, you know? Yeah, He yeah. uses that as a tool. But, yeah. yeah, like, he probably has the worst... It's I, it's not even lead singer, it's God complex with him. Mm-hmm. He's, like, gone full-on, like, Alec Baldwin and Malice. Like, it's yeah. just, like, <laughs> out of control. Yeah, I saw him speak once for the Runway movie, right? Yeah. Which was, like... Um, 
it, randomly, like, no one will ever give an interview for Kanye or anything. There's, like, no contact with anyone. And, like, once in a blue moon, like, 200 media people will get, like, an invite, like, for a Kanye thing. Like, I got one for, like, 808s and Heartbreak, and I was like, what the fuck? A lot of people, with more than 200. Yeah. But a lot of people were there. And then Runway, they were renting out some film on, some studio on Sunset. So, like, you know, Kanye, this is, like, you know, before my dark, twisted fantasy, whatever, had come out. Yeah. And so he's like, they're like, Look, Kanye's got a movie. Kanye's got a movie. And, like, everyone's like, what, yo, what the, and everyone like, in the media is like, what the fuck is going on? So then he shows, did you see the Runway movie? Yeah, dude? Runaway. It had to do with, like, birds and, like, bird <laughs> women. bird women. Yeah. It was, like, the worst thing ever. It was, like, Beastiality movie. Hawkman from Fashion Go Tour. Yeah, it was so bad. And then, like, so everyone's, like, sitting there, like, very serious in the Runway movie, like, and, like high art. And, like, to be fair, I think most people really probably like that movie. Um, that saw it that night because you have to like you delude yourself into thinking like it's the you because you can't because then and then he spoke and then like he was like I contemplated suicide I interned at Fendi <laughs> and you're like what and he just like went on this like crazy when did he intern at Fendi he interned at Fendi yeah when did he intern at Fendi this is a fact this is after college dropouts way backwards yeah, this is before college dropouts who tricked him into doing it fuck was this like through the wire times yeah no 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 no. this was like he said that year it was like 2010 and he interned at Fendi that's what he said it's in the LA Times right here they had the most select intern program ever <laughs> just, just yeah it's Kanye and Carl imagine? Lagerfeld alone <laughs> hey could you imagine it's like you know it's like interns cause you know interns yeah. are like no, he goes, interns are like 21 18 19 21 oldest 25 right no look, look at and the, they're in there wait wait before you get to that this fucking Four fucking 21, 18 through fucking 25 year olds in there, and then Kanye West walks in. Then everybody's like, oh, I'm not gonna get this fucking job because fucking Kanye West is here, <laughs> and my mother fucking, yeah, I told my mother I was interning at Fendi, and now I gotta tell her Kanye West to do that fucking, <laughs> told Taylor Swift to get off stage is, you know, taking my job. In a recession at that. <laughs> this is a direct quote, by the way, from that thing that I went to. Yeah. Kanye is like, I moved to Rome for six months and interned at Fendi. West said, invoking the venerable Italian fashion house. Yeah. And he's like, it allowed me to be creative for the first time to take a break since I recorded Jesus Walks. And then it's like, he recalled being galvanized by his foray into the schmata biz. We thought we could change the world with a coat. That's funny. I'm saying that is lead singer syndrome. This nigga's like, out of control. <laughs> he lost his mind. We thought we could change the world with the coat. Like, is that, is that what is that like a? What, what does the coat do? <laughs> show me, show me the coat. I, I think maybe it was the kilt. Maybe he switched the, to the ah, kilt that he eventually. Right. I think scary. maybe he's like thought he heard it himself, and he was like, oh, "I'm changed the world with a kilt." <laughs> then, you know, and now uh, ASAP Rocky's free to wear kilts on stage. I'm here in Scotland. It's very big. I mean, I'm just saying, bro. Like, is I, leather is it still a kilt? Yeah, it's yeah. still a kilt. Still a kilt. Well, if, well if, I think a kilt is the midpoint between a skirt and shorts. I feel <laughs> like I feel like all right, like a pants. I thought that was culottes or some shit. <laughs> it was like a, I feel like the, where, where are jorts and jeggings? In I feel like mix? the kilt is the modern daishiki, but it's like, <laughs> like, like it's like all right, we're gonna take some shit from some oppressed people and we're gonna put it on us to show how we don't give a fuck about the system. The Scottish are not fucking not oppressed. that impressed. They were not oppressed. You seen fucking no. Braveheart? But that was like twelve hundred years. I think the yeah, Irish they, they are qualified okay. more. Yeah, Irish. No, I, what are you talking about? I, people, Ireland is great. All, no, yeah, I, Ireland's Ireland got way fucked. more oppressed yeah. than Scotland. What are you yeah. talking about? Scotland? Have you seen Braveheart? Spoke a complete massacre and yeah. shit, man. Yeah. They have Easter up, Haven't like, you listened to U2? <laughs> <laughs> haven't you seen Braveheart? 
That was the one time something happened to them. They made a movie out of it. <laughs> this Ireland, guy is made by a non-Irish guy or a non-Scottish guy. <laughs> Ireland shit is still going on. Yeah, because they just they just they don't you know they they're kind of hard. They just like never gave up. That's true. <laughs> Guns That's true. and bombs, and they just kept it cracking. And, and wonderful poetry. <laughs> and they, James Joyce. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, have, they do have a country. Ireland yeah. has a country, and that's why Scotland just. I don't. I don't want to talk about this too much. Yeah, it's, but <laughs> home so rule, here's home rule, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I never even seen that movie, bro. You never seen Braveheart? Nah, nah, I don't. Are watch, you, I, I, don't watch, I really don't watch it like that, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> that ain't hip hop, son. <laughs> you don't watch it, bro. I'm not turning New Jack City off to watch that shit, son. <laughs> nah, hey, I'm hey, watching hey, Fresh. Hey, you, you have to be joking. Peace. Nah, nah, that, nah, real shit. I never seen that shit. You never seen Braveheart? <laughs> nah, I'll check it out on Netflix. This nigga bro. threw a fucking sword through a guy's chest. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a sword to somebody's chest in that movie. Well, Liam Wallace. Yeah, yeah, all right. But whatever, dude. Look, I was on this tour, right? And where I was threatened that I would be fired like every other day. Yeah. And there's three. I was the the opener for three guys that are at like, you know, they're at the same level in their career. Yeah. But the two guys that at the top, they kind of were at odds the whole time. And this shit was just building up. We got to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Something happened. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it was basically, it was just a horrible, horrible, horrible time. Something happened, and every no, everybody, like, the, the, it was like a lot of repressed energy, you know? A lot of repressed energy. Yeah. We got to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the guy that was opening up for the guy that he should not have been opening, he thought he shouldn't have been opening up for, got out of the fucking, well, once we were leaving there, we stopped in Truth and Consequences in New Mexico, and he got out of the car while we were all in the gas station, and he started throwing everybody's bags out on the fucking, <laughs> in the fucking gas station parking lot. And he just Turns throw- out this rapper was my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and he just started throwing everybody's shit out, and then, like, then they got into a fist fight in the gas station parking lot, and then everybody put everything back together. And then we went to Tucson, uh, which was our next stop, and that said rapper that threw everything out threatened everybody that he was going to leave and like just fuck up everybody's money because he just didn't give a fuck like about like three three other people four other people went nuclear yeah and uh he went to a train station that was right by our hotel and then he then he just came back like six hours later like (laughs) like nothing happened like oh when's the show start it's like when you run away from home and your parents didn't even know that you were gone (laughs) (laughs) like hoping hoping yeah yeah. No, I mean, I you know, and I think we should make the difference. Like, I interviewed Madlib once, and Ma- uh, Madlib was definitely the hardest interview probably ever. All right, the Devin the Dude one I never got, so I would say that was probably the hardest one. But um, Madlib, like, it was like a cover story for LA Weekly. So I interviewed him once, and like the thing was, I was going to do a second interview with him because you know, like, it's a cover story. You want to? Madlib also doesn't do interviews ever. He hadn't done an interview in five years. But I think the idea, and like, but then he just disappeared. For like, he would just disappear for days on end, miss like flights, and like they couldn't get a hold of him. So I don't think it was lead singer syndrome. I think it was just like he was just—he's like on another planet, like which is different. That's an excuse that lead singers might use. Yes, we're not true. the same. <laughs> I am a Martian. That's right. You can't because you can't do that shit when you're broke and nobody likes your music. You can't do that. Oh shit. fuck yeah. no! You know what I mean? Yeah. So if it happens after you get successful, then it's probably lead singer syndrome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think that you're going to get lead singer syndrome? I don't think so, man. I think I'm just going to keep going home and crying. I think that's just the way I'm I think when, if things, you're man. older and you make it, you're like more probably humble. And like like, t- like two chains, although two chains was 20 minutes late, but I did. I was talking to a guy. But who, 20 minutes ain't bad. Right? At Coachella, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Is it really? 
Yeah, no one shows up late at Coachella. Oh, I mean, his set was for like, set. oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's <laughs> no, insane. He only got like 45 minutes. minutes. Right. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like an interview or something. But no, yeah, no, like, 20 minutes is on time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if a rapper's like, I'm 20 minutes late. Right. I was 45 minutes late getting here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I take that. There was like Kevin Gates in in uh, Louisiana. He, I think, was the latest that anyone's ever shut up for an interview. He was like, oh, he had oh. he had some lead singer syndrome for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, little alligator. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone sounds like Emerald Lagasse in Louisiana. In Louisiana. Turns out, or hey baby, yeah, no. I think, hey, I think you, a journalist more, uh, baby. No. It's a little more Adam Sandler in his, in his uh, impression than it is. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna, I was interviewing. Shout him. out to all the girls from fucking Louisiana and your gold teeth and your beautiful accents. Hey baby, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, and he so I asked us to meet him at this place called like the Cheesecake Bistro, which is not the Cheesecake Factory, but the Cheesecake Bistro. Yeah, the Cheesecake Factory. When you say the Cheesecake Bistro, that sounds like some place you'd rather eat at than a fucking factory for cheesecake. <laughs> but the Cheesecake Factory is better than the Bistro. Oh yeah, ironically. Yeah. So yeah, he showed up. We had like a one o'clock. He showed up at like three thirty for lunch, mm-hmm. and that was um, my grandma. My grandmother calls that crackhead breakfast. <laughs> I'm like really sorry nah. your grandmother has that many experience with crackheads. Yeah. She's a property owner in South Central, you there know? You go. Yeah. She, there you go. I feel yeah, he paid he did pay for lunch. The 90s was wild, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he paid for the lunch? He paid for the lunch, which I thought was a classy move. So he was I was like, like, "Hey, baby, he's he's like, like, hey, he showed up with this girl. He was like, yeah. 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 So it, it was cool though. We talked about astral projection. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Did you have to sit by yourself at the table for a long time though? Because that's whack. Yeah. Yeah. That's it not bad. cool. It was. Yeah. Did, did the song "Everybody Hurts" <laughs> play in the background? <laughs> I just like went for a silent, sad walk the along days on long. the concrete strip mall with it. This is like a slow motion, slow, slow motion montage. Of, me. That's what it'd be like every time I'm away for James at the studio. Man, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't getting personal like that. Man. I'm just saying. You're saying I'm just, that's what it'd be every I'm time I wait for so and so at this. Take my name out of it, bro. <laughs> like, it's all love, family. <laughs> but you know, I'd be there on time. Dude, you're there hella early. Cause you, yeah. You're you the be, first person to ever come early to our podcast. Yeah. Dude, Torres oh, used, Torres used to work for Native, <laughs> Native Instruments. No shots out. How do you unshot out somebody? <laughs> Dang. I'm just joking. But it's a bunch Delete. of it's a bunch of Germans, you know, and they're like super on time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely gotta be on time, on point, all the time. Where is he? Where where is where is Torres? Where is Yeah, yo, cause you know, they're like nine hours ahead, so you know, <laughs> we gotta have early meetings. I gotta be at work like at six in the morning to catch them. Their day is almost over. Yeah. You know? In How is California, Torres? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell country that is, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm bad at accents. <laughs> like Argentinian? No, no, it's pretty shit. close to his African, too. <laughs> <laughs> My African is more like this. Torres, we need the like machine. Torres, we need the machine to make beats. <laughs> These niggas can't hold me back, Torres. These niggas can't hold me back. We yeah. record shots fired. <laughs> My so, nigga, we winning. So um, the Germans are on time. That's just the beginning. <laughs> oh shit! We just alienated every German listener we have. All four. <laughs> Shouts out we to have, yeah. uh, Stuttgart, Munich, Stuttgart, Hamburg, Berlin, Hamburg. <laughs> we don't know any more cities. <laughs> Frankfurt, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Rhine River Valley country. I played some out there. I forgot the. I'm going to. I'm going to Europe this uh, this year in August. Uh, cool story. 
Yeah. I'm about to have lead, <laughs> mad lead singers. Hey, in low-end theory, low-key, like, you know, it's like me, D Styles, you know, uh, you know, Daddy Kev, uh, you know, DJ Nobody, and Gas Lamp Killer. And we trade with lead singer, you know, yeah. syndrome. Like, when it first started... It was like it was low key. It was like it was gas lamp, <laughs> yeah. and then like he's admitted it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I was like fuck. I was driving home. I was like I'm never gonna do this. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh no no. When we first started, it was edit, and edit started the glitch mob. Yeah. And then once edit moved out, then gas lamp kind of kind of did it. And then like the person who's never done it was like D. I did it like after scribble jam, nigga. I was like oh my nigga, like I'm I'm that dude. <laughs> <I'm feeling myself. laughs> I was so feeling myself, man. <laughs> Uh, Kev, Kev is like he's got like producer syndrome. Like yeah. he's just he's never had it. Right now, nobody has that shit. He's just wearing all kind of polo and getting fancy haircuts and shit. Tweeting in all caps. He's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he's like if you smoke too much weed, you eventually make a reggae record. Wow. <laughs> huh. Snoop Lion. Yeah. Um, no, actually, it's funny you mentioned international because I, I the one other thing that sparked this whole idea was that uh, an editor I have in Australia, the guy who who sent me to do that three sixty review. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like. Yeah, he's like shout out to 360 battle rappers that can finally make music and shit. Let's go. <laughs> so he's like he sent me uh, two links to like these Australian music festivals, like Superfest, S U P A Fest, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever, and Movement Fest were both canceled in Australia. Superfest? Super, yes, like super, like S U P A Fest. I okay. they're behind in their slang. Okay, they're, next year swag is going to be really big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 if you're I'm an just, Australian listener, jump now. I'm just holding my tongue. There's so much I could say about Australia. That's how, on this podcast, have I told my Australian strip club story? Yes. Where wow, you, what is that like? Yeah, proceed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, well, I got a case of lead singer syndrome. I was out there for some shows, and I decided to disappear and go to a strip club. And I got a lap dance from this rather tan woman in a very cold city. Uh, it was Adelaide. And, uh, you know, I got my, my whole lap dance, and then when I left... I was covered in fucking orange Cheeto crust because she had a spray on tan. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that is super nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was hella musty too. Though. Like, oh, she smelled, come on. She, she, she smelled like she smelled like how the back of your knees smell after you run. <laughs> oh after you God. run for a long time. Uh, I'm gonna steal that from my writing. <laughs> you got line. a lap dance from a dingo. <laughs> yeah, so this, I think the dingo ate my babies. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So I guess I guess with this one, um, not like with, Angel Hayes withdrew from the Movement Festival. That's a that's a crazy thing. That's how you know Angel Hayes. Like nobody even knows who she is. Dude, who's Angel? Angel Hayes, is that a she, porn star. Is she? I yeah. thought that yeah, she's like a, she had this one song where she kind of did like a uh, the new, song called "Bouncing on the Symbian." No, she got <laughs> she got into a fight with Azalea Banks too, and Azalea Banks, of course, was like, "You were trying to fuck me." Like, oh, I think I remember seeing yeah. that little beef. Azalea yeah. Banks is like the like the Eminem of yeah, she has beef rap right now, dude. Did you see that picture that ASAP dude posted that said it was her before the fame? No, nobody saw. Well, this? Did you hear what she said about him? She said. Oh, that he, she said about Rocky. She said they yeah. used to get head from a guy named Kenneth in Harlem. Yeah, she did. But then, like, didn't, didn't, that, but, no, she, but that something's gonna come of that. But you didn't that see the not, picture that came very soon he, uh, after oh, that. Oh, no, that? I didn't see the picture. It was it was like a POV of her a shot of her with a penis like right on her face. <laughs> <laughs> right, but was it real? I don't know. 
<laughs> no, like, it, yeah. it looked like her if she didn't have her hair done. You know what I mean? So yeah, it could have yeah, been. Yeah. I, don't I feel know. like if you were like in a like in a rap crew, I feel in case you need to have like a GIF guy and like like a video guy a just guy. to work on disses. Because I feel fifty. We're talking about fifty. He revolutionized that shit with the Rick Ross beef, where he was like, "I'm not he even, gonna, I'm not, not even gonna make rap, songs. Dude. I'm gonna I'm make the, short films. I'm gonna dude. make short animated films, That's regular right. films. Get your baby mama in. Yeah, yeah. That's the equivalent of like when motherfuckers are at war with guns and running around on the field. That's like the first guy that uses drones. Yeah, that's just <laughs> drones. He's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, All yeah. Fifty right. is just a bully, bro. You know? <laughs> but what it seems like with Fifty is that Fifty. What I like, I like people that got picked on that became the bully. It's like the fucking Tet- Tetsuo and Akira or fucking Tupac and Juice. Like that guy, yeah. you can kind of love that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Fifty. He in certain songs, he has like this. You know, stories about somebody stealing his bike, confused when his mom trying to shoot him, girl. all this crazy shit. So he's just like, you know what? Fuck all you. Yep. I'm going to fucking get the Akira gene in me. I'm going to blow this whole motherfucker and up. still holding grudges and shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the type of nigga I am, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are a master grudge holder, dude. Hey, I swear to God. Yeah, I see I'm somebody from way. third grade I didn't like. Yeah. Y'all, but y'all, one day you, you, I should, you should just make a mixtape called All the Disc Records I Yo. Never Put Out. <laughs> uh, when I wanted, uh, when I like my my dream was to have my book published and have a with no thanks list. Wow. <laughs> when I was like twenty two, yeah. that's how Kendrick Lamar when he was like you know had a collage all the people he ever hated in his garage. You know, really? that line on the yeah black bastard. I'm mangling it, but it was on the black lead bastard remix. Yeah, that's uh, what you call it. Jordan did that saying. You the one that put me up on that Jordan that is uh oh, oh his Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, famous famous lead hatred. singer disorder oh for God. sure, bro. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? He like punched out like everybody on the ball. He punched Steve. Kerr. Yeah. How do you punch Steve Kerr? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't know how we didn't hear about that till like 15 years later. How many because there's no Twitter, out. homie. How That's many people true. did Kobe <laughs> punch out? <laughs> but Latrell, he choked out somebody who was like headline news. Coach, but he, that, he that had like marks on his neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he, he punched out a coach. Though, like, like, I'm pretty sure Jordan never punched out a coach. Kevin Garnett used to sock out players too, and they used to make the news when Kevin Garnett would sock somebody. Really? Team? Yeah, he would sock people on his team. Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> like, well, like in the face? <laughs> Uh, when he was playing in Minnesota, I, I, that's what I read. Yeah, he used to sock fools About, in the face. I bet you Wally Serbiak used to know. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wally World. <laughs> Damn, yeah, man. Like, like, you look like the soft white guy on the team. <laughs> Who do you... I'm sorry, man. As a grown-ass man, bro. Getting like, like there's there's something you... No, not, get, not getting in the fights because, Pete, there's bullies out there. Yeah. But, like, let's say I am smaller than Kevin Garnett, which I am. Which most people Kevin are. Garnett punches me. Then baseball bats come in, you yeah, know, right. like weapons. For like, sure. I'll fuck Kevin Gar- Oh, Kevin Yo, Garnett. That's punching. why I got this scar. I got into a fight on a basketball court, right? And some dude fucking, he fought so dirty. He threw the basketball at me first, which is like a, like, bitch, a, like a ninja. Like a bitch. Like a motherfucker. Tried to kick me in. The, he, he tries to kick me in. The, he kicks me in the nuts. I'm like, all right. Wow. Like, like a, a ninja. <laughs> yeah. That was, so we exchange punches. He goes for another ball kick. My friend tackles him. We're on the ground. The second ball kick. Oh, so for. he goes to my friend and he tries to second ball kick on call for. Then he tries to take my friend's shirt off over his head so we can't see while he's fighting him. So I'd already. <laughs> Damn, it was like we were twenty. Dirty. This is my last Nicky. fight I got into, right? I mean, so it, was, it was just him. It was yeah. just him. No, 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 no. No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Like nigga is one dude. No, no, I'm getting. So then he invented Krav Maga. That's the Bible shit, homie. No, he basketball. It was nuts, nuts, trachea. He pulled his shirt over his head, so I kicked him in the ribs hard because that's you know what. 
what? If you, kick someone, the, if you kick someone in the nuts, you're getting the kick to the ribs. How are you kicking each other? <laughs> no, because he was on the ground. Like he was on the ground because he was oh, wrestling. My, my friend tackled him. Basketball he was trying to take my friend's shirt you. off his head so he couldn't see. They were wrestling, so I kicked him in the ribs. And then his little friend tapped his little friend. His little friend, maybe 5'3". He was Yes, right into my eye. He tapped me. I turned around like to know who was tapping me because I thought someone was like breaking up the, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no, don't no. Nobody's going to break up the fight. No, no, but they did. But this guy tapped me on the shoulder and I like turned around and right into it. Unless he's got a, a little security. dude. Yeah. Unless he says security. Like, unless he says he, like, you're under arrest. He, don't went, stop he literally punching. did a Hadouken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can't, yeah. He should have just punched you in the back of the head, though. What do you have to tap you for? Like, because so I, would turn into, so, I would, so I would turn into the punch. Why didn't he just Nobody, punch you in the back of the head? Because <laughs> it, hurts, it, it hurts to punch somebody in the back of the head. I thought that's why that was like illegal in boxing, because you can like, fuck people up like that. Unless yeah. you're a fucking boxer. Like, boxers can kill somebody. I see. If you, I see. a dude on the street like punches you in the back of the head, they're going to hurt their hand. <laughs> and you're going to be a little doozy. Dizzy. Doozy? I said doozy. Doozy. Yeah, and then, you know. Then the fight will go on. No, the, you, oh, so back to this movement fest. But the other amazing thing is, so I guess two chains then has visa issues, which is like, the, like my cat, my visa dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> I had visa issues. No, you didn't. Like, like two chains hasn't traveled outside the country. Oh, hey, and, um, hey, hey, you know what? I can say this though. <laughs> he probably has a record. He might have visa issues. I can issues. say this as for Amer- Americans. Real talk. Everybody thinks that Americans are hyper violent, right? And then America, like. African Americans end up going to jail all the time for random shit. That's not even really a serious thing. Like I got a, a homie that like was in jail for a night for some shit that he kind of didn't do. He was just watching a fight, and then he couldn't go into Canada because of that. But like, there's certain countries that are like, "Oh, you're an American. You spent the night in jail. Yeah. We're gonna have to like, you know, give you an extensive background search before you can go." Yeah. So. Well, anyway, so then I guess they had like a list of like all the festivals that have been canceled thanks to American Rapper. There's like, oh yeah, no, it's, it's like up. most no. deaf didn't show up in 2011. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's something called the Florida Chucks a hissy fit bails on fat as butter. I don't know what that is, but hey, click that. Bales yeah, on fat fat is butter. Yeah, he, fat is butter. It was a festival apparently called Fat is Butter and Florida. Like, yeah, that's how you know that rappers have lead singer when like Florida. And you're like Florida. You know, you'd be surprised. I mean, that's that's really. Rapper's reputation internationally is not showing up and, yeah. and getting taking the money and not showing up. Yeah. You know hey, I mean? dude, Nas like tried to do that. Nas, that, 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 that Super shit. fast. Yeah. Super yeah. fast. Nas tried to do this to, some, to an African world, warlord, and they were like, <laughs> it was not the Prince of Gabon was coming for that dude. Had the promoter <laughs> snatched up and everything. Yeah. yeah. With the promoter, oh, the, the African the dude, the yeah, like the it was like the American promoters or some shit like that. Yeah, that was over there. They had them snatched up because Nas didn't show up. Wow. So Nas had to pay over the money. Cause dude, they 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 were all the you know they just wanted to hear some positive good shit from him. They wanted to hear fucking you know I know I can. Nas didn't show up, and then you know it's time time to kidnap. Yeah. It's time to kidnap. <laughs> we had these AK 47s for a reason. That's really funny that, like, Nas, who, like, of, of all the, like, you would think, like, Nas. And most deaf, yeah. right? You know what I mean? You figure, like, the, the nice guys would actually go But here's the thing. Yeah, most deaf have, like, like eight baby mamas or something ridiculous. It's yeah. 11 or something like that. <laughs> but here's me. He's not a nice person. <laughs> he's like, they have unprotected sex. No, look. Oh, no. I think once you get past five, like, you're like, I'm, yeah. You're using your babies as weapons to hold women back. <laughs> oh, these bitches could have been nurses. Who are these women that continue to have babies with them? No, like every, everybody knows this at this point, right? Look, man, I, this is what no, I can I, say. All your all the conscious rappers that are like the conscious of that day or whatnot, like we're less conflicted these these days yeah. or whatnot. But like 
Like, I bet you Master P was never late for shit. Like, you know, but he was talking all that ice cream man, dope boy shit. But at the same time, I bet you Talib Kweli, late for a lot. Or whoever is the, the conscious guy that was going, you know, around the same time as Master P. It was probably Nas, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that, you 97? know. 97? Actually, it's probably Black Thought to keep it 100. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, like, you know, I just, like, all the conscious guys are, you know, they they have the lead singer disorder like worse because they feel like they're the authority to tell people how to live their life. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like Dead Prez telling like us that like, we should have mind sex and eat healthy and shit. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Eating? <laughs> I was like, you're like, I I listen. I like that song. I that never song went for none of that shit. Whole weed. Mind I sex. Like none of that shit. I never mind sex. <laughs> mind sex was when you're like, all right, mind sex. It's like, yeah. Are you talking about texting? Sexting? Mm-hmm. It's like a Woody Allen story called the Hora Mensa. It reminds me of. Yeah. 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 No, but yeah, Hora Mensa. Yeah, it's where a guy like is like date only he dates air heads but he wants to hire women like as prostitutes but to talk about like books oh really yeah no i mean well actually writers have it a lot too because i was talking to um this uh herbert gold is his name mm-hmm. he's like a 90 year old writer in san francisco and he, he's pretty much known every famous writer you could you know henry miller like he was good friends with like ralph ellis and james baldwin um and he said like most of the time like you know it's always invariably with the exception of, like kurt vonnegut was like the only one he's like who is you know really nice because writers i think are all like the same shit like but I don't know. Like, are you talking about, like, journalists or are you talking about, like, book writers? I'm, like, talking about book writers. Okay. I don't know if they exist anymore, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, all all solo artists have that ego, right? I mean, and then it's the same, I guess, with lead singers, too. But I think stand-up comedians are insane. You know, writers yeah, are insane. Do you think Rappers it's the, are insane. Do you think it's, like, the fame that gets there, or do you think it's, like, that innate I think, you know, it's it's, like it's got to be something that leads you to want to stand up there in front of people and say whatever the fuck comes to your yeah. mind in the first place. But yeah. then if that gets compounded by success or any kind of people enabling you to indulge in your crazy shit, then it just gets worse. You know? Yeah, no, it, it's a fame, though, because here's the thing. You can be at family, like, a wedding, right? And there's somebody, you got your drunk cousin, he gets up, and he's like, I just want to say this about this. Literally, he just goes off, and it's like, that fits, you know? But then there's somebody that wants to do that in front of a bunch of strangers. Strangers and the strangers go, yay! Do that again, yeah. and then you're just like, fuck! I should. And there's people who go to clubs to watch people do that shit all night, you know. Yeah, yeah. and they're called mm-hmm. alcoholics. <laughs> you know what though? Like real talk, I kind of feel like that when I do shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because it's, it's kind of like no matter uh, like who's headlining, I always feel like I'm the headliner. You know, <laughs> you almost have to. You yeah. almost and that's have why to. like I I'll play like the hardest shit possible. You know? What I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I just, yeah, it's definitely like that for beat heads too. Yeah. So yeah, hey, give them some background on on you, Taurus. What what what, what do you do? Man, uh, I produce. Mm-hmm. I engineer. What do you do as a solo and artist? I, and I DJ. You DJ? And oh. I DJ. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to DJ, play my beats and, you know, shit from the homies. Okay. So as as a, as a as a DJ, do you run into like that lead singer shit? Like because like DJs now, well, now DJs like, are the are biggest like, rock yeah, stars out yeah, like, right now, yeah. you know? Like they they draw huge crowds, they get they get a lot of love. So like does that do you run it do you run across motherfuckers on like uh that you know that kind of rock star you all the time yeah all the time i mean you know it's just it's just a part of the game you know what i'm saying so mm. but like i was saying like it doesn't like to me it doesn't even matter bro because like when i feel like when i'm up there like i'm the motherfucking least thing up in this bitch mm-hmm. you know so it's just it's what it is man it's all a part of it so when the fame and the money comes are you gonna are you gonna rock star them are you gonna nah, how bad nah, was I'm it i asked you, you that I'm, once already i'm trying to see if you change your answer nah nah i'm gonna be chill man no, nothing uh ever changes with me man I've been through a lot of shit, man, you know, and I'm and I'm still fucking, you know what I mean, like who I am. Like a lot of people just don't know, so Yeah. 
What's the shit you've been through, man? Come on, give me the rundown. I mean, just from, you know, grinding so hard, just trying to get up in the music industry from starting out, like, really young, working at G-Unit, then from there. Um, what did you do for G-Unit? Uh, during the time, I did I did a lot of things, What man. years were these? This was, like, <clears throat> from, like, 2004 to, like, 2008. So this was like this was like during the prime and everything, you know. I was around for like a whole lot. You were living in New York. Yeah, I moved. Well, you know, I'm from Arizona, so like I basically like I packed up and I moved from Arizona to New York to to work with G Unit. Yeah, you, you get know? to hang out with Olivia a lot. I did. I did <laughs> see Olivia a lot, you know, like on tour, shit like that. <laughs> So why'd you stop oh, my, working my with him? James. Is that a, is yeah, that a we, story? Yeah, I want more tell? stories about G Unit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That's why this, I want more crazy stories from G Unit right now. Like Lloyd Banks. <laughs> Lloyd Banks. Who else is yeah, what happened? The game? Hey, what about the game? Were hey, you there with oh, the Oh, like I wasn't I was never around for the whole like game situation. Like I kinda, you know, like he really wasn't present too much, like in New York, you know, because he yeah. was always like on on the West Coast. Well, I think so, like, like I never seen him. I think I it was like Jimmy Iovine was like, "This is your new guy in June." Right, <laughs> and right. Like, basically, yeah. you know. Yeah, I never. I He's never. Like, he likes to work out too. You guys like to work out. <laughs> You're like a fucking play date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <yo. laughs> but yo, like, yeah, I never seen game, but like, you know, I was with everybody else, like frequent, like Banks, uh, yeah, yo. Hey, what happened? I didn't see Buck as much, but yeah. do you know why did, they did called like, that album "Diary of a Predicate Felon"? <laughs> you know why? Why they did? Yeah. What, I mean, what, I never understood. I really don't know either. What is man, a predicate felon? I don't. I don't know. That's some shit that I hear New York battle rappers say a lot, though. <laughs> a predicate felon? Yeah, yeah. Like man, they'd be like predicate felon, telling felon. And I'm like, it's not a punchline. It's just they just slip it in there because it rhymes real well. You know? Sounds like. Did so you engineer any G Unit radio tapes? Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, like on the freestyles, like yeah. I engineer like so much stuff. Like I don't. I don't even really. I can't even recall like everything that I did, but like. Anything from like from albums to the, all the June and mixtapes to the video game work, I pretty much had a touch and you know and yeah. something, you know. What about Fat Joe? Did you were you privy to any like phone, prank phone calls? No, no, not at all. I was around for all that stuff though. You know, I was around. You know, with everybody. You know, when all the beef was happening. How? Hey, tell me this. How did Lloyd? How did Lloyd Banks react when he was when people said that he did a gay porn? <laughs> oh my man he, he wasn't was he, really <laughs> crying was nah he like, nah he, he totally brushed that shit off yo cause he you know the way they think about it you know they got money and they got houses cars and cribs they really, you know they don't give a fuck about anything really about what people say yeah, yeah so honestly yeah. like he just he just shook that off you know that's tight yeah 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 that was nothing because like you know he went through a lot bro like there's this one time um Story was like all over New York. Like he was working on like his second album, mm. and like his album got stole by from you know by some from like some female or some shit. Somebody she, like she stole like had a hard, like, drive. Like, yeah, hard yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was right? like a chick, you know what I'm saying? And whatever. I guess I just got done smashing or whatever. Then she like took his shit, like you know the master of his album, and like sold it to uh, a DJ. Then the DJ was playing that shit like all over the radio, all in over New York, bitch, bro. Yeah, there hey, it is. Hey, time out. <laughs> hey, time out, bro. This I'm sorry. You looked at me like crazy. When I said bitch, it's like, can I say bitch? Okay, I'm uh, sorry. Okay. But hey, I was trying not to say bitch either. You know, I'm sorry, but, hey, you know. I think Lube Fiasco <laughs> wants you to call her a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't calling that bitch no lady. <laughs> I've never met a woman that wants to be called lady. Hey, check this out. This that recently just happened to somebody we know, and I can't say this. Damn. That's this recently just happened. Like this album? 
Huh? She bootlegged. She album. bootlegged his album, bro. And I can't say it. And it sucks that I can't. I'm say thinking it. about bootlegging my own book, but it's. A, <laughs> I'm hey, not happy with the publisher. And then right blame now. it on a woman. It'll make a great story. Yeah. No, no, yeah. because then the feminists will get you. We need to. We need to build a big case against the feminists. <laughs> I'm not the, for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Hey, but low key, like, how many times does that happen? Like, how like. A broad stole some music and just you gotta watch out. It's never happened to me ever. <laughs> you gotta watch out. That's never because you keep your nose clean, man. You'll be fucking with these shady bitches that wear fake Manolo Blahniks or fucking <laughs> Louis Louis Vuitton or whatever the fuck. <laughs> these, you know, That'd be interning these, for Fendi and all these, that. These pole clients, exactly. Would, yeah. Dressing like there's something dressing like there's red something hawks. admirable though about a, like <laughs> about a, like a, some a groupie with that kind of technological savvy. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, like, oh, he's sleeping. I'm gonna get my USB. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, but charge my laptop all night for this. <laughs> that's the type. That's the slip, type of broad. Slip him an Ambien. <laughs> Stick my USB in his port. <laughs> that's Shit. the type of broad that wears like a spandex suit and practices like cartwheeling through wires in her house for a laser grid. You yeah. know, I admire. I, I just admire. I'm. Just, I guess I'm a feminist. <laughs> just in favor of just mm. women stealing music. Yeah, I, nah. for sex. I'm so not in. I'm on the other side of that, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, like, who, like, what a, sh- what kind of a schmuck do you have to be to get your fucking music stolen by some random girl that you hook up with? Like, you, you have to, to you su- ejaculate. You, you to, go to sleep. You have to be such <laughs> an asshole, out. though, for some woman to want to steal your music. No, you don't you understand. You have to be important, right? I yeah, mean, you don't have to be an asshole. You just have to be have music that women want, that somebody wants. Not even. The, the woman could have been paid by the DJ. That'd yeah, be tight. yeah. I mean, yeah. He probably just got set up. Like, really? Yeah. You know. And if he's lucky, it's not his fucking liver or something or his spleen. Like, it could have been something way more. He's important. like wakes up with his spleen in a bathtub. <laughs> Wake, wakes <laughs> up with his spleen gone and his record <laughs> and a beg for mer- and a kind of and a used copy of Beg for Mercy. <laughs> Were you there during the Rick Ross beef? During the Rick Ross? Nah, I wasn't. No. But um, all time epic. But ba- I mean, but that whole Rick Ross situation is like crazy weird because like before it, it kind of came out like in the public, like like niggas in the industry really knew about that shit. Like I knew about that shit like really? a couple years ago before it even came that out. Was correction you know, like right when um his that first single hustling came out, uh-huh. uh, people was talking about it. I knew about it then just for being around like. That he was all, a correction officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like been known in the industry. Well, nobody was really people. tripping. It was just like we like the music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden, that shit just you know. Yeah. Pissed I, off some heads. I also my favorite out. my favorite Rick Ross. Remember, I don't know if this is true or not, but like I just like the idea is that like he was on slip and like, he was trying to be on slip and slide back in the day, and he would just like call the office like, every time and they'd be like nobody pick up, and he'd be like hello, just like, <laughs> <laughs> on the answer, he's like, breathing all hard. <laughs> Who keeps calling us from his prison number? What does it sound like? He eating a steak sandwich. Uh-huh. These these uh-huh. Niggas, they uh-huh. can't hold me back. <laughs> these niggas can't hold me back. Just Rick Ross eating his sticks out with your breathing out of <laughs> This is Rick Ross again. William. <laughs> no. I got this song about crack and an iPhone. Y'all gonna love it. What the fuck is an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I figure we're way off topic now. The lead we're singer. pretty close to it. Rick Ross has some fucking lead singer syndrome. Yeah, he, he's, hey, he's the dude. Little Wayne has probably the worst case of lead singer syndrome, I think, of our job. Oh, yeah. yeah. He dissed an entire city, like, in the city. Man. <laughs> His whole like, city. That's, he's that's like, I am insane. the new Pac. I'm, I'm on stage, like, 
in Miami saying fuck Miami. <laughs> you know what I mean? What does that oh, even oh, mean like, to say like that you fuck Chris a piece ba- of land and then you fuck, <laughs> and then you fuck Chris Bosch's wife? And say it on stage. Yeah, like that's like when I mean when Tupac was like, I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. But, but like that was another real rapper. Beat. People were getting shot at. This was a serious thing. Yeah. He he was just like, you know what? I just don't get good they don't treat me good at the basketball games anymore. Seats. Yeah, my seats aren't good right? enough. Like, yeah, that was some real bullshit. But low key, like Lil Wayne is a child star. That's a new yeah. level. Yeah, that's a new level of lead singer yeah. like syndrome. Like yeah. who's who's a child star in like Hollywood that that kind of wilds out or has Amanda Bynes. Out? Amanda Bynes. Is she is she, is she wilding out? <laughs> Yo, is she, oh, well, yeah, this she one is. of her tweets, dude. I want at Drake to murder my vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like think she's amazing. Hey, hey, about, incredible. She's great. I wish she'd said that like sound, that I, sounds crazy, but I bet you that that was said before by some fifteen year old girl that goes to fucking you know that goes to Fairfax High. I'm certain. Yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, this, context is everything. You know what I mean? This is a yeah. Hollywood starlet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah former yeah. Hollywood starlet. Yeah, now she's just a uh, world's most famous pothead. Yeah, I mean, but, but I wanted that title so bad. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's quite the but I'm cool. I'm now. cool with her getting it yeah it's fine I don't know why she couldn't just like DM Drake that though because well, she's fucking crazy <laughs> yo but that was also the best publicity she ever got in the no, last was, year and a half insane. yeah and the one when Miley Cyrus did that twerk video she's got child star syndrome I didn't see that she well, made, no oh, I like Miley let's, no, leave, let's lay off Miley lay off Miley <laughs> I, heard she lay off the, Miley. I heard she got the best verse on her new Snoop record you, oh really? Yeah, actually, actually did. Molly Cyrus got off. Actually, <laughs> actually, I swear this morning I read that. No lie. I like, it's I like when you make a rock rap record, lead singer syndrome. I like a reggae Southern, record. Probably have it. I like Southern white women that aren't R&B racist. Music. I really love them. This is All the second baby. time I've said that. And Miley, she's Miley fits into that. So yeah, and I could imagine that she had a great verse on it. She Probably. wasn't twerking so bad in that frog suit. I didn't see it, man. <laughs> it I got bad. to see this. Like, it was it like a bunny suit bad. or a frog suit? How has this been kept from me? <laughs> because you don't have daughters, dude. You also probably don't read World Star. You're right. Both, <laughs> both of you guys are absolutely The funny thing correct. about, I just said read World Star. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody reads World Star. <laughs> read, yeah, I, I'm Q. on that shit every fucking morning. <laughs> Serious? That's like, that's like the first thing that's I like do when CNN. I wake up. Yeah, just like, let me find out what's going on in the world. World Star. Hey, you're wow. perplexing, bro. You're like the only vegan on World Star. <laughs> 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 oh, that should be the name shit. of your album. The Next album. Vegan. The only vegan on World Star. Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> like, I got a song idea. Oh, vows. All right. Um, any more lead singers? We probably should get going because we're. All right. So I got. I got a story. So. I got a story about a member of Wu Tang that was in Japan. Oh God. I was on. Uh, I was <laughs> was on are you sure you're not thinking the movie The Show? <laughs> no. I was on. I was on tour, uh, and I had to go look for some uh, recording. I did like a song. Like LP got me to do a song over one of his beats for this instrumental record. Yeah, I like he that did. song. You should check that out. What was the name of that song again? Uh, the song is called "Time Won't Tell," yeah, and then it's like "Time Won't Tell, No Can Do" remix. But I went. Uh, I was looking for a place to go record it. For some reason, they don't have real recording studios anywhere in Japan that I could find. I ended up recording on like a on a SM58, which is like the performing mic, and like a laptop that we had to bring in. We just had to find like a. It was like an office, like for a streetwear company that we did it in. But um, the the guy that took me was hella hella late, you know. Like even though he wasn't doing anything better, he was just like chilling. And then he uh, he I guess like he needed to go to go to a mosque, 
like to go pray before he recorded. Really? So they drove him all around and they couldn't find a mosque. He was like, well, just get, take me to a fucking temple. So they had to take him way out of the city to a temple to like pray. And this was like, you know, 14, 15 hours went by. And then, but then, but he killed his verse though, low key. Like he murdered that verse after he went to the temple. Maybe he hasn't been praying enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah. All right, what else? All right, well, um, well, I know that's like a. I know Mike. Mike, you have more stories. No, I don't want to tell him about the same person. Nah, <laughs> hey, nobody <laughs> knows it's the same person. Oh, I guess yeah. I guess I just yeah. I just told on myself or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Snitching on I mean, yourself. No, I mean, no. I mean, you know, the, the guy punched his manager in the, in, the, in the tour van. That was a lot of fun too. Yeah, you know. I don't know, but see, we're getting out of lead singer syndrome when I start talking about that guy. Because it's something, it's something different, right? Yeah, it gets into a little bit of chemical imbalance or something. You know what I mean? Like, well, we compounded go, by. We go to the question of like whether people that are like you know really unique artists often have. I mean, there's a lot of there's a rich history of people with like slight mental disorders who are yeah. like they're really like Aspergers or like OCD. Or yeah, I love Aspergers. Aspergers makes the best rap. You have to have <laughs> Chief. Uh, no, but you kind of niggas think Chief Keef really about you. Ain't, ain't about it, but. I'm really about to shit. <laughs> Yo, Chief, Chief Keef's in Chicago with Kanye to record his new record in Paris. In Paris. They're in Paris. Oh, yeah? Which, yeah. They're in Paris. That's tight. Yeah. Young he, Chop. And so Kanye's going to swag Dracula the fuck out of all those drill kids. No, but hey, but I think, I think Kanye West... He's is, earned it. Well, I, I, don't, I think Kanye West is like... I don't think he, he totally steals... Still shit. I think he just kind of borrows and like. Yeah, he does. And, he does and, make and, it his own way. There's a trade. Yeah, there's true. a there's a trade. He there's borrows. A, I agree. No, with no. You. I think there's a trade. He, he with reinterprets. Kanye. Like he does. I think there's a trade. That, that's what I'm. I like. I just feel like yeah. like on the whole thing with it's like not young Chris and, and it's with, not with young Jeezy. Yeah. He like you know did that thing with young Jeezy and then you know, he brought young Jeezy in for a song and then like gave young Jeezy a beat later on. Like there was a fair trade. Yeah, you're right. And it helps, you know. Yeah. And I think Kanye, since they're from Chicago and he's from Chicago, like, I think Kanye, I mean, it's all speculative, but I mean, I, I feel like rappers from certain cities, they look out for people, rappers from up those cities to continue their... their well, especially their, when it's a city that's not like, you know, Chicago has not gotten as much attention as like in New York or in LA, obviously. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Coochie, coochie, everything. Yeah. That's the last time we had you that's on why, the it's why, it's why Bone Thugs and Harmony looks out for Kate Cuddy. Does he? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, though. Um... But Kid Cudi's from I think like like Shaker Heights, so which is like a nice suburb of Cleveland. It's not East Ninety Nine. Hey, you just took away a street cred with like ten words, yo. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is oh from Shaker God. Heights, which is a nice suburb of Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we done. Does Kid Cudi have a lot of street cred? To be <laughs> yeah. Is that no, Machine, really. Machine Gun Kelly has more street cred? Oh, I think he's also. I think, I think he's also from there too. Kelly. I love some Machine Gun Kelly. Real shit. This I shit really, be really? motherfuckers hype in the club. <laughs> like yeah. I, I listen what to club? all that shit. I listen <laughs> to all that shit. Chief Keef, Machine well, Chief Gun. Chief Keef, I would not Walker, love Chief. All, all that. All that shit that makes no like goddamn none sense. Of that shit I love all that all. shit. But see, Taurus is a DJ. He has to play that stuff and it turns up. I go to strip clubs, so like if like you know, like like you know like. Juicy J's Please. got another one. Juicy J is Juicy tight though. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them shit ain't tight. Some 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 pixie pixie haired white stripper sat on my lap and gave me this whole Chief Keef. Like she just pulled out her phone and I mean not Chief Keef, but this whole Machine Gun Kelly like oh, tutorial. Oh, yeah, like I was just like, okay, cool. Here's a song called Wild Boy. It's about how he's a wild boy. I'm a wild boy. I'm a, I'm a, I hate I'm a that song. Wild boy. I hate anything Machine Gun Kelly does because he's but just you, corny. But you, but you, you hate white corny. rappers. You hate white. Nah, I like a lot. Uh, John Wayne is tight. Edon, uh, Eminem. Edon's I mean, uh, Edon is tight as fuck. John Wayne is killing it now. I haven't heard his rap shit. Really. I like rappers. I like white rappers that have good voice, like good voices, and don't 
or say things that aren't cliched as fuck. Mm-hmm. You like uh, Yellow Wolf? Yeah, Yellow Wolf is dope. Yeah. I mean, his he, last album was terrible, but the mixtape that he put out recently was really good. I feel, yeah, going back to the White Rapper episode. I mean, Yellow Wolf was had a little bit of lead singer syndrome when I interviewed him. And I interviewed him in Vegas. I think Yellow Wolf deserves that shit. He's like, he was he like does. 32. Yeah. Like, Yellow Wolf, Danny Brown. But he did it, though. He stayed through and did the interview. Danny Brown, too, like, will do the interview, and, like, he will, you know. It's different, I think, when you make it later, because you, you don't think that you're, like, preordained by God to have done it, like, at 21 years old. Because how could you not? Like, if you had a, like, if I had a book published at, like, 23 years old, like, like a novel, like, I would have been like, well, obviously, you had a novel published, you're amazing. Yeah. Like, everyone, when they're that age, like, is just... Yeah, you don't really need, you don't need anybody giving you That's anything. why the child star syndrome makes sense, because you're 16 years old, you've never known anything that wasn't you being, like, treated as, you yeah. know. I mean, if you're a child star at 16, you probably started from the bottom, and now you're here. Most likely. <sighs> yeah. Oh. That's. I mean, he's got some lead singer syndrome. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Who was that? Drake. Oh, Drizzy. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, uh, hey. This. I had this thought when I was walking. Do you talk about Chris car. Brown yet? Yeah, we talk about him. But I had this yeah, thought when I was walking up from my car, man. Yeah. Hey, fool. Like I like what Drake does with his like topics of like how he talks to women because it's not this like dream that he paints like it's it's kind of it's kind of hyper real like you know he's kind of like a pan he panders to them a little bit but it's like kind of it's just like he panders to them with reality he used to pander to J- them a lot more to be fair to Drake J, J- Cole on the other oh. hand it's like a fucking self help for b- bitches his album is <laughs> like worthless worthless women like he's writing these songs for these girls that you know like the whole thing is just yeah once he sampled Paul Abdul that shit was over yeah, <laughs> like, just, like done just Sold. like Captain Savaho like stop bro like take that cape off for like two minutes take <laughs> and he looks like a fucking Soch from the movie Greasers <laughs> alright let's play a, let's play a Taurus song and uh you want to play something? Because we're about oh, to go. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm just it. angry. Yeah. This episode has gotten angry. We're gonna cut it off. I don't want to do this. All right. <laughs> All right, Taurus. What song you want to play? Yo, uh, let's play Taxman. Taxman. All right. Featuring No Can Do and D Styles. All right. Cool. Yeah. Hey, the mic yeah. What a high yellow bitch. Yeah, my red shoes on. Getting money in this bitch. Let's tax man up. Let's tax man up. Let's tax man up. Easy money in this bitch. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. We getting money in this bitch. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. Easy money in this bitch. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. Let the tax man up. We get it hand over fist. Let the tax. Swear to God, put it on my life. Yeah. Ain't never been this legit in my life. Fuck the hate, fuck the fighters, fuck the strife. All I need is a mic and a clean pair of nights. White like the fucking third right. Flow so wet it might get lit by a dice. Sharp like spike, sharp like a nail. Came from the sky, so cold, man, I'm hell. Why these niggas thinking that they hard when they frail? They go against hellfire knowing they gon' fail. That boat in the ocean, but you know that shit won't sell. That city's on shelves, but you know that shit won't sell. Fuck the postman, boy, we getting all the mail. Shocking like a motherfucker, yeah, the third rail. Shouts out to anybody that know the name. Hellfire Club, dope is cold fucking pain. 
Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. He's in money in his bitch. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. We get a hand over fist. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. Stacking, whopping, getting bread. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. Let the tax man know. That song was a freestyle, just that to warn was, people. Yeah, that was Tax a Man, that's on my album. Yeah, straight up self-titled album, Taurus Scott. Freestyle from No Can Do. If you want some dope-ass beats to he like, doesn't rap write to in anymore. your car. He, no doesn't, can, he, doesn't he does write not anymore. write anymore. Nah, man, all I do is just drink coffee, stare out the window, and, and come back and just rhymes. spit rhymes in a motherfucking microphone. I'm, it's, it's the podcast effect. That's it's, what it is. Yeah, that, all freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that's I, I, all this podcasting is making me think I'm forming a rap career. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Lead singer syndrome. Yeah, all up in this bitch. Yeah, if two chains can do it, so can I. Two chains is amazing, man. Yeah, Don't be taking credit from two chains. He's a very gifted. I love two chains. I learned to like two chains. How could you not learn to like two chains eventually? Mike probably doesn't like two chains. I don't like anything. <laughs> you guys know that, so I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel I like I admire. I can appreciate. Um, but if you, things if about you, him, if you listen to Two Chains like back in the day when he was Titty Boy doing all the shit on Disturbing the Peace, like he had some bars. Like he didn't rap he like that back in the day. Though. He didn't rap like this back in the day. He still has bars. Look, look, look. Check this out, dude. I just gotta like the songs, and if I don't like the songs, I just she don't got like a big the songs. booty. So I call it Big Booty. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I don't know. That, that is. That, that, you know what? Honestly, but that's just the lowbrow shit that 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 makes it comfortable for people who don't like their nah, brains to be fucked by words all the time sing the praises of it on some serious like postmodern like yeah. but like he's kind of like really good and I, I mean i think he's a good rapper for sure there's without a doubt he's a good rapper like at the skill of rapping he's got a good voice but yeah, you know what i mean like it's about the character that he's well yeah when it comes to liking the songs and liking the artists like i have to you know to me it takes a little bit something different yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, not yeah. the same fucking old ass shit over and fucking over again but like, i'm just saying God. you know that's what coca-cola you know what I mean? does as a product baby i don't drink that shit neither <laughs> nigga that's why my teeth look like this <laughs> I, I don't drink it but i understand that it's successful business practices i All mean right. no that's cool but you know everybody don't have to like coke you know what I mean everybody loves coke no it's not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> push a tea and malice innuendo <laughs> um, alright you're about to be on the Mark Maron podcast we- oh shit yeah yeah I am uh, I don't know when uh, recorded it like a month ago so probably mm-hmm. any any week now it'll be yeah he's better at planning than we are <laughs> well he does a shitload of them man he, yeah, he's he did like three that day and he only puts wow. out like two a week you know wow. what I mean so, but, but he tours a lot too now. So when he's back, he's just kind of constantly doing it. 
He uh before me he had interviewed the dude uh from Tool, the lead singer. Oh, Maynard? Yeah, Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I realized I had this epiphany the other day. I was like, Tool is um what was that what the fucking Well what's what's the Tool song? There was a that was Sober. That- Tool is what? Tool and Rush fans are the same people. What's I, see, I don't know anything about Rush. You I was see, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Damn, what's that Tool song? Was, that at least all right, I don't want to hear your Tool. <laughs> no one. All right, let's just end this now before you get, no can plays a Tool. Hey, I'm song. looking up the Tool lyrics right now. If you, if you never stop this podcast. If you never listen to this you podcast. Get again after that. All right, shots fired. Torres Scott, Mike Eagle. Yay! This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.